Hey guys, welcome back to Geeks and Peaks. Today we are going to be doing our Black Panther episode. Thank you so much for tuning in and make sure you stick all the way to the end for us to announce our upcoming episode. His people do not call him General. They call, they him, call him Cool Cool God. See, I was waiting for him to do it because I genuinely didn't know what I the thing was. Don't understand. <laughs> I've been walking around saying that for the past few days. I know it's not part of this movie, but I just had to say it. No, no, you're good. You're good. I've been like trying to rack my brain about, about what my Black Panther fit is going to be I because I, wa- I wanted to I wanted to be extra and wear a purple Ooh. suit, but Andre is Andre is flat broke right now, so no, literally we can't do that. I went all out. Like I bought a new wig, I bought a whole new outfit and all that shit, and then I lost my car keys, and now I have my spare, but I have to get like the key redone still. And I was like, damn, yeah. I wish this had happened before I spent like hundreds of dollars <laughs> on this new outfit. See, the thing I want to do with my out- the outfit, right? Target sells Black Panther like pajama pants and I have a Black Panther shirt. I don't want to look like a like like a bum, but at the same time, it's a movie something. theater is it's okay. Something. It's a, so like it, this got... is the thing. It's it's okay if you're like at a movie theater cuz it's like who's paying attention to other people at a movie theater? Me. Right. I mean, I judge people everywhere I go. Justin, you remember you remember <laughs> Doctor Strange? People were paying attention to us. I remember um, we had Spider-Man outfits on, well, so... Well, I remember when... That, that's hilarious. That's hilarious. <laughs> well, so for the Black Panther career, because, like, everybody's like, we're going to be wearing white. Here's the thing. I don't fucking wear white because it gets dirty. But I was like, you know what? Yeah. We're going to show out. We're going to do it for the Black Panther career. So I got white high-top Converse, because while I'm still working at the shoe shoe store, I'm going to take advantage of that 30% discount. <laughs> white high-top Converse. White, like, street pants. So they're, like, kind of, like, poofy. But then, like, they have, like, the mesh... They have, like, mesh, like, see-through parts on the pants. And then I got like a white crop top tank top with like this like white like poofy jacket. And then I got like the uh this necklace. It looks like the necklace that T'Challa has to activate his to activate his shit. And then I got like that 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 um brown curly wig with the skunk stripes on it. And then I'm gonna do my makeup. Bye. Bye. Get out the way. I can't wait. (laughs) So jumping back on topic, I guess, what are your guys' first thoughts on Black Panther and its amazing legacy? Um I'm just kidding. Um (laughs) (laughs) No, I I love it. Someone cut her mic. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm just I'm just kidding. I love Black Panther. I want to say, like, just to talk about the character Black Panther before we even get to the movie, because um, so I I'm just going to like say it. I know the comic book people are going to eat my ass up. I was a fan of Black Panther from Avengers Earth's Mightiest Heroes. That was where I first became a Black Panther stand. Like I didn't start reading Black Panther comics until after Earth's Mightiest Heroes. Like Earth's Mightiest Heroes is what got me into Black Panther. And so then I remember if you guys remember when the Civil War trailer came out and uh, like, you know, like the whole trailer is going on. It's like lit and everything. But then like the end thing comes and, you know, the two people always joke that spider-man and black panther took over that trailer because it was like looking back it was a good trailer but once black panther and spider-man showed up like that that was the focus of the entire trailer and i remember being so much more excited to see it after black panther came out because i wasn't on the internet as much so i'm sure if you were on the internet at the time you probably had it spoiled for you like you knew he was going to show up but like seeing black panther in that trailer was genuinely the first time i had any idea that he was coming to the mcu so i fully lost it and i remember re-watching civil war multiple times that's not even one of my favorite movies like mainly for black panther because chadwick boseman did such a great job and then of course when they announced the movie oh my god (laughs) like i don't know like like just like like black panther just became an iconic part of the mcu from the moment he popped up in that trailer like i feel like there's certain characters in the mcu where they had to be in a few movies you know before people really warmed up to them no the minute black no. panther like jumped in the end of the trailer with his claws out like he was automatically like peak mcu right. i think something that like we something uh maybe i don't even know if it's a fun fact but it's something that's interesting that like this could be said for most costumes i guess but i just think it's interesting that the black panther costume in civil war i guess was like a lot of work to actually be in like Chadwick mm-hmm. would talk about that like it would the actual thing like he would actually have to put something like over his head at times and things like that. I mean, sometimes it's the stunt double, obviously. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah. Like I'm, I mean, I'm not you know hiding for that. But the fact that he would it, like it would be was like, it just hot. like a heavy suit or like was it just hot or? 
it was that it was hot and plus like the the thing is like completely covered so yeah and, and as much as stunt doubles are involved the actors do have a portion of work in the suit as well because mm-hmm. they have like the same thing with iron man where like they have people who stand in but the first movie yeah. is the only movie with a practical iron man suit right mm-hmm. and it's the same thing i think with black panther and i thought it was crazy because chadwick boseman was going through all this stuff like behind the scenes and there were some people who didn't like like the suit change to black panther and they liked the one from civil war more but i just thought it was once you see how much work it was probably for chadwick to be in that suit like mm-hmm. you look at the change and you're kind of like okay like i i, I yeah, definitely yeah yeah exactly honestly no. i am cgi blind so like whenever <laughs> <Same>. <laughs> when people started like complaining about the suit i was like damn the way i didn't even notice until y'all started saying exactly like and i still can't even tell like i feel bad for people who are really good at picking up cgi like if it's like sharknado or something i'm gonna notice (laughs) but but like for the most part i am like a cgi blind person so people who like straight up can't enjoy movies because they immediately see that little computer effect i'm like i feel bad for you because because (laughs) me personally i'm gonna just eat it up every single time i don't <laughs> care if the cgi is bad i'm just the only time where it was like kind of like not when i say noticeable i don't mean like in a bad way it was like okay i can kind yeah. of suss yeah it was like the last fight but like that was like yeah. very much warranted because they're fighting in like an underground tunnel with like a train right. like running <laughs> and like yeah so like you know they're like over here bouncing across the board so like i definitely understand why they chose See, cgi for that exactly like that's the only, <laughs> notice how that's the only like cgi thing yeah yeah chadwick brought up like, chadwick and michael were not about fine. to be getting bounced around like ping pong balls <laughs> My, my whole thing is my my opinion on this and this is just my take is that i think that and this is because like when i think back to my favorite moments in the mcu like my my top moments a lot of them aren't really fights or like spectacle moments you know and i really do believe that if that moment was rendered to its full potential i don't think i would have got more out of the scene because i think that yeah. the big the yeah. big thing in that scene is the the thing with killmonger where he talks about like let me die or you know what i'm saying like that Oh, yeah. yeah, and it's like the, the emotional stakes behind the scene where it's not exactly. just two guys beating the crap out of each other. It's right, like these right. are two these are two cousins two who would have probably ideology. otherwise been best friends had they been raised together. Right. Who, mm-hmm. you know, like because of a circumstance that happened that was out of both of their control, ended up on two very opposite paths. Chadwick hates uh, not Chadwick, T'Challa like hates this guy because he's like, You killed like a whole bunch the of way people, that you the took over my kingdom. But the way also that we know we know this character is so <laughs> Synonymous with Chadwick, exactly. just called him Chadwick. <laughs> yeah, but then also it's like I don't hate you because you're my family, and I feel bad. You know, like that that right. whole that's like the important part of the scene where it's just like you're like, dang. Like even exactly. I remember even being conflicted every time they fought because obviously you know like you want T'Challa to win, but you're also like, damn. Exactly. Like I yeah. see why Killmonger no. is a little because upset. <laughs> a movie, I was just like, I know what Killmonger was saying was like very radicalized but at the same time he had some like sometimes the man was sometimes the man was like kind of making some some gears and you would do it too for a check I it, like, I feel like, no I was gonna say like I feel like like the, the thing that really made the last fight well the whole movie like really really like impactful was just the whole difference of ideologies because not mm-hmm. only was it really you know the characters like you said earlier were kind of like forced on their path by how they were raised but mm-hmm. it's also like a historical thing because it's something that like we still like kind yeah. Like that still occurs today. I'm not saying that every movie that, like, to, in order to be impactful, has to like deal with real world issues. But it's just that the right. fact that this movie was not only like a of co- cultural importance for like the continent of Africa, but like it also had like heavy ties into the African American culture as well. Because <laughs> you had a character like Killmonger who brought that insight over to Wakanda. And if it wasn't for Killmonger, I don't think T'Challa would have been as open about like he he was open to the idea via Nakia, mm-hmm. but he's been as open until like seeing how convinced. I kind of wanted to say this, uh, like, is that Nakia never gets mentioned in the, like, whenever we talk about Killmonger, Nakia never gets mentioned when they're like, Killmonger was right. It's like, no, but the, the right version of what, Killmonger is doing is right. what Nakia That's was what saying Nakia was at the saying. beginning. Yeah, what she was already doing. Yeah, <laughs> like when she, like, because like, listen, I'm, I mean, I guess this is my question. Like, I'm, I'm 
because I I don't I guess really like I get the the MCU's explanation of it, but I just genuinely I guess want like more perspectives. Like, how do you guys feel about like the whole like Wakanda not stepping into like obviously like slavery or things like that? Because that's what mm-hmm. Killmonger was saying. Like, mm-hmm. you guys could have stepped in, but you didn't. Like, why yeah. did? Like, you like, know what, I mean? like, what are you guys' thoughts? You, on that? Are you looking for like how we feel about why they did it? No, I'm or, not, like, I'm not, the I'm not reason looking for like a, it. oh no, I'm not looking for like uh like two plus two equals four answer. I'm just saying like what are your thoughts on it? I guess. Oh, okay. 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 Cause like uh, my, oh. I, like I, I get the explanation for it. Like I get yeah. that. I guess like, I'm just like, like your guys' thoughts more so, you know? Okay. As it's, it's like, it's like you, it's understandable from a thing of not necessarily like emotionally or morally understandable. But it's like, you see like where their thought process was, where it was just yeah. like, I mean, everybody else is getting fucked up and if we help them, we're going to get fucked up too. So like, that's, mm-hmm. that, that's kind of on you. And then like the whole thing was like, Conda had like this separatist ideology where like, that's you and that's not me. So like, like me personally, that don't have nothing to do with me. So like, right. that was like, <laughs> that was like their whole thing, right? And of course, you know, Killmonger's thing is like, okay, well, these are your people. And then like, you have like the capabilities to help them. And that's like something that happens a lot in um, real life. I right. would put it akin to like, um, not even to bring up uh, specific celebrities, but how black people have talked about when like some black people, when they start getting like high upper class and when they yeah. start getting like really famous and then all of the sudden, like all of these like ideologies of like, we need to help each other. And like, like all of a sudden they're like you know like racism's not actually real and if you would just like read a book and like take responsibility for yourself and so it's like that kind of thing of like they they climb the ladder and they start pulling the ladder up behind them where they're like i'm successful but like i don't want to speak out on racial issues because then i might lose opportunities and all that kind of stuff and so i think it's like a smaller scale but it is an issue that even exists within the community before you even get to like the whole like africa versus like black american thing because it's the idea of wakanda they're like these are our people but at the same time and we don't want to like risk hurting ourselves to help other people and it's just something that like a mentality that definitely exists which again like you see like these black celebrities or sometimes like black upper class people the minute they feel that they are above being affected by racism or anything like that then all of a sudden it doesn't exist it's not their problem mm-hmm. that's somebody else's issue but then let something bad or racist happen to them and then they want to run back to the community for help yeah. and be like oh these people yeah. are so awful and it's just like yeah well <laughs> so it's like that kind of thing with Wakanda where it's like tough luck you know kind of thing and it's like they had to be personally affected by stuff for them to even be like dang because that's like T'Challa's thing I think with the Nakia Killmonger thing which ties in mm-hmm. is Killmonger was like the experience and then Nakia was like the, the the psychological aspect of it. So Killmonger, T'Challa couldn't even really see how like Wakanda was being selfish in a way and like greedy. And so he saw how it personally affected um, Killmonger and then how it came back to affect Wakanda in turn. Whereas it's kind of like somebody tells you, hey, don't touch the stove, it's hot. <laughs> and then that's Nakia. Nakia's like, hey, don't touch the stove, it's hot. And then Killmonger's a kid that touches the stove and gets burned. And then T'Challa's just like, oh, I see why you said that now kind of thing. No. Oh, yeah like basically what Zora said it's just like there's different there's different ways of looking at how Wakanda and how they interacted with you know the whole thing going on looking at like the why then they intervene with you know everything with slavery and uh, colon- colonization and it's just like yeah we can help you but if we do then we have to help a bunch of other people and <laughs> we might get like hurt in the process so mm-hmm. eh, like you know so it, it's and then from obviously from the people that were getting you know captured and you know transported it's like okay but like you could have and like we all could have been like fighting but you didn't so it, it's just like a there's a lot of different ways you can look at it type thing mm-hmm. um and, and of course, like it, it, it's it'd be nice to be like, yeah, I think you could have stepped in, but even if they did step in, there's no guarantee that like the outcome would have been better or worse, you know, yeah. whatever. But yeah, so it, it's just one of those things. That's kind of how I, I see it, I guess. I don't know how you feel about it, Dre. I kind of like just how you, YouTube like basically said everything, just basically said everything perfectly, just like each group felt like a certain way about it. And like, I completely get why like Wakanda never said anything explicitly because like, yeah, they had the material the materials and like the money to help but let's say like they sent some people over there they could have got the same treatment as everyone else in america mm-hmm. and they could have gotten everything that wakanda had so much earlier and then that could just yeah. cause so many like problems I, for people i i don't think I a bet. foreign nation invade like coming in to stop like a different nation's practices would have ended 
super well. It, it still would have been it still would have been yeah. the same outcome that Killmonger wanted. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think. Well, no, because the thing about Killmonger is because I was on his side for like I have. I don't know if this is gonna make it to the final cut of the podcast, but I have y'all have heard me complain about like how centrists have to take over every movie with any kind of rebellion. But like the the real answer is that we're all sp- have to be nice to each other, and um, you know, rebellions are mean. You know, like so, like I, which is like Black Panther. Obviously, I think handled that situation so much better than like the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, for example. But I was not against when Killmonger is like, oh, we need to like, you know, like save people. And if anybody gets in our way, you know, like we might have to stop or kill them. I was like, okay, that's yeah. fine. Like, <laughs> like that, that's just how it goes. Like if I'm trying to rescue somebody, you're trying to kill them. Like, <laughs> but it, so like, I was like fine with with that mentality and I think but it was when and you could even see on the faces of some of the people who are kind of feeling what Killmonger was saying is like at the part where he's in the throne room and he's like oh like we're gonna go and we're gonna like kill everybody who's not us and everyone's like um and then he's like and we're gonna kill their kids and they said so I guess my my thing is one it's one thing to do stuff in self-defense or to do stuff even out of vengeance. But when you're talking about going after people who have nothing to do with anything, just because like you're mad, then like that's 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 the difference. So well, like it, Wakanda could have, like we were saying, what Nikia was doing, Wakanda could do stuff like go help people who are being like like I, I think it was hinted that the the all the women that Nikia rescued, that looked like a sex that I thought that was supposed to be like sex trafficking. But even yeah, if it was like sure yeah, it was. like like Wakanda can intervene, find some way to intervene intervene in other ways without necessarily going the Killmonger route of being like oh we're powerful and we have a weapon so we're just gonna go subjugate the world um, so I, I think that for me with Killmonger the thing that made me I don't know because everyone is saying that it came like when they heard his like big evil plan but I feel like I was kind of turned off from the moment when he was like kind of like brutalizing every woman he shared a scene yeah, with like yes. yeah like yes. that, that for me was i don't know like no matter what you do like i feel like once i see you on screen like doing like like domestic violence or like mm-hmm. like, doing, like things like that i don't know it it's hard for me to be like oh well that can be redeemed or uh, everyone's different yeah everyone is different huh. Wait, wait, I'll make a point about that. Like, this is kind of off topic, but still on topic. When people were like saying like who the next Black Panther is going to be in the new movie, they're always like, oh, they can can revise. They can, oh my God, don't. I'm just like, Killmonger Leave him was sticking dead. by his point until he was dead. What are you talking like? He literally could have lived. He chose to die because he was that much for his point. Like, that's why what would saying. he come back it's, and save Wakanda? And then, <laughs> and if they have a why would, if episode why would they where they show you him? what he would why do. Would, exactly. Why would they work with him? Because like it's not even like a Zuko situation where like he went on this path of redemption. You're talking about like just to say he stuck to his point until he died and he's gonna come back and they're gonna be like yeah like i know you came in and you tried to like overthrow like our king and you like started turning people against him and you were gonna misuse our resources in order to like start international wars and you also killed and brutalized some of the most like important people in our community as well as tried to kill the royal family but we believe that you were the only possible candidate because listen there's, there's no way that off the top of my head, <laughs> Queen Ramonda, Nakia, Shuri would have been on his ass. Okoye would have been on his ass. Okoye would have put no him right fucking... back in that water. Okoye would have put him right back <laughs> in I that just casket. Don't, like, and then, I don't know, it's like, it's one of those things where you see that T'Challa says, like, you will destroy, like, everything, Wakanda included. Like, yeah. I don't understand how you can hear something that is directly told to you in the movie. Like, bad guy. Exactly. Not good. Not good for they Black just... Panther mantle. And then you're like, yeah. no, I want to not only simultaneously undo the stakes of the first movie, but mm-hmm. I also want to make this movie bad. Like, exactly. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm so glad that, that they're not going to take that route because That's people are making, like, elaborate theories. Like, oh, the multiverse. I keep saying this. The multiverse is a thing they should have never brought because you got people saying, we want to bring Killmonger back for the Black Panther. My thing is, if you want to bring Killmonger back and have him go on a path of redemption, fine. But don't immediately put him in the Black Panther suit. Like, that's like... 
years of trust you have to earn yes that's like and then on top of that like to be back on his character like i knew that like killmonger was like off from the beginning but first of all michael b jordan is hot like yes let's just let's just be <laughs> honest like michael b. Jordan let's, let's be real very, for real he's a very attractive man but then also too i was like i think okay so when we watch movies there's like different ways that things are done narratively and one common thing to do is to tell the story in a way that the audience has more information than the people in the movie do so like the people watching the movie who have common sense can tell killmonger i feel bad for him but he does not need to be in a position of power this man needs therapy and possibly jail time like that's (laughs) like (laughs) like no yeah for real the characters in the movie they didn't see him shoot his girlfriend who like helped him carry out this whole thing right like but it's like we as the audience get more information as killmonger than the people in the movie so the people in the movie all at some point except for wakabi really comes to their own realizations on who and killmonger is as a person at their own pace but we the audience pretty much have all the information at the beginning so that's also where like the disconnect can be to where we're like obviously this man is evil but like they they're only seeing part of the story because as as far as they know this man came back rightfully claimed his throne and then just started making some changes and then they're like i mean this kind of sucks but i guess we'll give him the benefit of the doubt and then he starts going on this villain monologue (laughs) well it just just it sucks because like like, watching the movie again the other day it was like not only did this man like come in and completely try to change traditions like i get he was like not knowledgeable about it, but like you get a sense for his character because he comes in and doesn't really care to learn about the traditions hence mm-hmm. like the, the hint about you know you want to be like the you want to run things just like the colonizers like your methods are exactly the same it's just that yeah. you're justifying it because it had pat like whatever and it's just like besides that he came into the country started a whole civil war amongst you know two different factions essentially mm-hmm. and people are still like like I, I still don't understand people are like oh he should he should have redemption arc no like no. he can chill out he's done his he can stay gone I thought yeah, no, he's done his piece he's he's done everything that like you know he kind of said he's going to do and now we're like rebuilding even you know it, it's it's just a whole lot and i don't think it's interesting <laughs> that like like at the beginning of the movie they're like sh- like shaming shuri for not really embracing tradition or like scoffing mm-hmm. at yeah. it yeah and he is like he's just like i don't really care about your traditions like it doesn't really matter to me like you like, being alive start- doesn't matter from the start whenever he said burn all the herbs like and everybody yeah. like, like, threatened like to kill everybody but it's like okay like so no one thought to save at least like one or two maybe I'm you sure know they like did. we'll they see did. in Wakanda I'm forever sure that did. there was some secret grove or somebody like put a I herb mean, in their pocket or something they like, did I'm Nakia sure. did yeah, Nakia Nakia was was the one yeah but I'm saying more movie. because I'm saying for Shuri or whoever's yeah. gonna be Black Panther like because Nakia already used it yeah wouldn't it have a seed or something that's not how, isn't it just a flower she, she just, she just well, fucked it from here, the flower here, here, here. I, have, I have an idea we can just ask Black Panther how he got the seed I'm hilarious. I'll be here all week. With like Killmonger too, it's crazy because when we saw What If, and they have a whole episode of Killmonger, oh my God. and like oh my it, God. it further shows you that like you know not exactly not exactly Black Panther material, you know, um, <laughs> at least not right now. In this I mean, show. at least he killed Tony. <laughs> at least he did. That's Word. the one good thing he's done is often that man. I thought it was. I love that quote um, from t- again, like again. You're a quote, bitch. Right, right. Right. Um, When T'Challa says, like, power unearned can do a man wrong, but it'll still, like, it'll end up getting the best of you eventually. Like, it's something that... I think is so true is that you can see that like like when you're not ready for something like that it'll really get the best of you and I think that that's kind of what I love about T'Challa's arc and what's so unfortunate is that I think he was on his way to having one of the best arcs in the MCU yes I really do think he was and it's it's such a it's such a hard thing because I never want to like when this movie comes out I want you guys to know that you're never gonna catch me like being like well this movie's better than this one and the second one is this and this because it's just not really one it's not fair and it's not really comparable 
Like right. mm-hmm. these two movies were not accomplishing the same thing. And imagine doing a movie like Spider-Man and then, mm-hmm. you know, Tom Holland dies in the first one. So they got to introduce Spider-Gwen or Miles Morales or any of the other Spider-Men in the second movie. And then being yeah. like, oh, the, the the first one is better. This one, it's like, they're not trying to do the same thing, you know? Exactly. And it's, it's one of those things where I feel like the only really nuanced way to do it is to acknowledge that Chadwick was on his way to having one of the best arcs in the MCU. But I feel yeah. like so is Shuri. No, I feel like, real. okay, Very real. On, on your point about Chadwick's arc, or T'Challa's arc, um, <laughs> we keep doing this. Um <laughs> I first of all I want to acknowledge I'm not saying that like you can only do character arcs one way so don't misunderstand me but it is something I've been trying to say that you can have a character have like a significant character arc without them being an asshole because I feel like a lot of people think like oh if I want like to have like a superhero have a character arc then I have to start him off and he has to be like this Tony Stark Doctor Strange kind of character who's mean to everybody and like is an alcoholic and is just you know is selfish and it's like that can work for some characters, but like every character doesn't need that. Like T'Challa's thing of basically being like a good person, but still a product of his environment in a sense of kind of just like blindly accepting like whatever tradition tells him, whatever his father tells to like going out in the world and being like, okay, crap. <laughs> like There's other stuff going on and I could be doing more to help, but then also not completely throwing away tradition and like his, you know, his love for his country and stuff and like learning to balance those things. That is a very powerful character art. And then the same thing with Shuri and Akoye and all the um whoever like ends up taking up the Black Panther mantle and then like even the characters who don't take the Black Panther mantle are gonna have their own arcs to overcome like Okoye's thing of being like oh like I have to serve my country no matter what and of her coming to realize like no like it is okay like if you like if something goes against your morals or like if you want to help your friends then like you can pick that over just like blind loyalty to like a country uh what did thor say asgard is not a place that example is just like such a like because i was literally just thinking about that interact that exchange between okoye and nakia such an example of like good writing because she tells her like i am not a spy who can go come and go as i choose like i'm loyal to the world what are you loyal to nakia Mm. pauses and you you know what she's gonna say you know like it's (laughs) like she's loyal to her heart do they say that no No. she pauses and she says i loved him and i was like good (laughs) yes because like that's how you do good subtle writing yeah and then the subtle and the subtle addition was like i know you do too like not in that way but it's like because like akoya tried to do the whole thing of like no like i'm your bodyguard this is my job but you're not gonna like work in close proximity to somebody where their life is in your hands for years of your life and not develop some kind of emotional attachment to them and you can even see with the way they banter and joke back and forth like 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 they're friends same thing with the rest of the royal family like and the the same thing of she didn't change her loyalty to wakanda like in the end where wakabi is like oh you would kill me and she goes for wakanda without question like she's still loyal to her country but she's thinking of it in more of a personal way where instead of being like this thing of like oh i have to side with my country no matter what she's like the country it's like the best interest of my country it's like the captain america thing where it's like no i don't just blindly stand for a country i stand for what this country can be i stand for the people who live in this country and like the spirit of it so for her her she's still with someone who's very loyal to her country who defends her country but now she doesn't just see it as like a set of rules and traditions she sees it as her friends who live in that country as like what that country is meant to do and all of the characters in that story even the most minor ones pretty much have some kind of arc like that where none of those characters even um mbaku are not really villains but they still have some kind of significant like character arc or character change where again like you can have a character that's not necessarily a bad or mean person still have a significant character change and still largely be the same character but just like directed in a different way well i just like i think at the end of the day like looking at like panther collectively like to the point that zora just made everyone was standing to their own individualistic points you look at the center Mm -hmm. of the movie who was t'challa who was very much a gray, in a gray area in the sense that his father had just passed. He's going to become the next king. He's taking up a mantle. 
but he doesn't know really where his footing is. And in that process, he has not uh, Nakia, who's telling him one thing about, you know, being able to help people outside of the border. Then you have a problem of Killmonger, who's like, yeah, we're going to help people outside the border and like murder people. And then it's just like <laughs> him kind of like finding his own like stance on like how he should really take that up and like how the other people kind of influence or how they are influenced in the whole process, mm-hmm. uh, like M'Baku and uh, Okoye. Okoye and every, like really everybody that was like, in that main cast. And I find like, I, that's why I think like, or that's why I think T'Challa's story was going to be one of the most, uh, uh, the, one of the greater stories or plot lines in the MCU. But moving forward, back to Habs' point about comparing movies, another reason why you can't compare this movie is because we're not going to be following the character of T'Challa and his character arc anymore. We're going to be following the next, I mean, we're going to be following all of Wakanda pretty much, supposedly, I don't know. But mm. who, mainly whoever is the next Black Panther, I feel like, and how their sense is going to be and dealing with Wakanda's problems as well as the whole pro- the threat of uh, Namor and everybody and and okay. the nations and all that stuff. It's going to be a different struggle. You can't really compare the two because it's going to be two completely different characters handling this problem. I just never liked how like I don't want I don't want to compare the two movies. So, like one movie, you can, I feel like you can't really do that with the second movie because it's like we know what it means to the people that made the movie, mm-hmm. and it's just, I feel like it's just a disservice to them and Chadwick to just like compare the two and say oh this one doesn't live up to the, the first one like no why would you do that it's not supposed to i don't care if it doesn't live up quote-unquote live up to the to the first movie which is so crazy because weren't all the like i'm sorry but like black panther i believe was the only mcu movie to get an oscar nom for best picture and mm-hmm. this followed like the internet to simultaneously be like black panther is overrated but now but now like, everyone which one is, like, like i'm just asking which one it's is every it? like, couple months it, every couple it, months someone wants to say oh black panther wasn't really that good it had y'all in a chokehold for years it, well and Don't then especially even. too unfortunately because this was like a big conversation on tiktok when people were theorizing the new black panther as soon as people started to realize the new black panther is probably going to be a woman then mm-hmm. all this sudden there were all these issues i was like oh this character can't really fight this well and oh this character is actually too emotional to be a because like i made a series on tiktok which i had never even finished but it was like different (laughs) characters and what like what kind of interesting character arc they could be as a black panther and it was the same person on every video being like actually no nikki is like too emotional and she wouldn't really make like a good leader or whatever like she makes a good spy like actually like queen ramon is too old and actually shuri uh doesn't know how to it was like every Every single one. I'm just like, bro, chill out. I, and can't, like, I cannot Like, they're wait. so desperate for a man to be Black Panther that they were like, and that is why is they the kept only saying option. <laughs> I can't wait, because we all know that the new Black Panther is going to be female. I can't mm-hmm. wait for her to just whoop ass. Mm-hmm. And then for them to be like, well, well, actually, well, actually, no, there isn't if, well, actually. If the well, new Black found. Panther, God forbid, if the new Black Panther was going to be a man, it should be M'Baku and his thick self. This, is, this is a family <laughs> of royalty. This yeah. A family of of like warriors you're telling me it is so it is so out mm-hmm. of the line of reality exactly. that the royal family said hmm i have a princess of wakanda i want to make sure that she knows how to defend herself right like, like I'm also, basic. Basic. these are the laws <laughs> What also, as if like, as if not, as if Nakia wasn't also like going to like, she could have very much challenged T'Challa if she wanted to. She Shuri, exactly. Shuri, Shuri said that she was going to challenge T'Challa, and people like gasped because they thought she was serious. They're like, oh, oh no! Like, obviously, I think it's fair to say that Nakia will probably have to go through some extra training because, like, but like, obviously, she will at least have some she basic was, combat right. skills, some skill, some special skills. Like, people are acting like they would have let, like, Habs was saying, this like princess who would be in danger of all kinds of assassination attempts who works closely helping her you know helping her brother and stuff and people are like Shuri also seems like the kind of person who definitely like tries out things before she gives them to other people right and then on top of that my thing is why do people always do this they're like oh well without her technology then blah 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 I'm like why can't we do that with any other character like who why would she not be able to use her technology like why y'all want her to raw dog fight so bad like if like everybody (laughs) wants to talk about Iron Man and he's like okay well, well without Iron Man's suit he can he fight? I know for a fact Tony can't fight. I know he can't fight. His- listen, listen. You put, you put in the boxing <laughs> ring with no tech. We know Shuri coming out with that. With the this is the thing. Too. This is the thing. I've I've read Shuri comics, and like mm-hmm. before you're like before you're like, well, this is the MCU. It doesn't matter. 
it doesn't matter if it's the MCU and it's different. The thing is, the 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 material that this is based on has to matter. Yes, you're saying exactly. he doesn't fight or whatever. There is nothing. He's literally the of- next Black Panther in the comics, <laughs> right? And in literally. the comic, Shuri has beat people's ass while tied up. She's literally bound and fucking people up. Like she has her, t- she is tight like Athena style from Eternals, and she's literally still winning the fight. So this whole, like, she can't fight, it's either one, you don't know the comics, because one, she's always been able to fight, she's always been smart. I saw a take online from a popular creator, and I'm not going to say their name. They really <laughs> said... Say it, say it, just cut it out. Say it, say the name, say the name. Her name is... And they stole my content, <laughs> and they ain't shit. And they ain't shit. And they ain't shit. And I'm going to tell you why. I'm sorry. Like, I'm so sorry. No. They ain't shit. Because they really started talking about Black Panther. And they were like, they changed T'Challa. And they basically made T'Challa two people. They gave all of the heroic stuff to T'Challa. But all the intelligence and stuff, they gave to Shuri. That's why T'Challa's what? not as smart in Black Panther. T'Challa's I'm like, I'm like this is such a long way to say that T'Challa's character was cut at the expense of a woman character. Because <laughs> Shuri is exactly how she is in the MCU. Right, right. In the comics. She literally is still smart. She just wants to be the Black Panther a hundred times more because Shuri in the comics, all she's ever wanted is to be the first female Black Panther. It's mm-hmm. obviously a little different in the MCU, but right. I'm just, I, that that drive isn't there, sure. But it's like mm-hmm. who's, we've seen Shuri it will be there at a moment's notice. At, at a moment's notice, when Shuri is told we need your help, we need you to do it, she is there to do it. What happened in Infinity War when they needed someone to scramble that thing in Vision's head? She, she was the first moment, one up. At a moment notice, she was like, I got this. So it, it's like the whole thing with, with uh, Agent Coulson, like like tr- like working yeah. on him. It's like at a moment's notice, she was told these things and she's like, I got to do it. So it, it's not out of the line of reality for me to believe they're going to be like, Shuri, this is a serious moment. Like it's time to, it's time to, 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 to. She'll probably up. take it up herself. If yeah, anything, probably. it'll probably she, be her family be being like, no, we don't want to like, lose you. Like we exactly. lost Tala. And she's going to be like, no, I'm honestly, obviously all of us are all team. Shuri's going to be black Panther. And I keep trying to say if, because like, I know there's always a slim possibility. It's not her. And I don't feel like people be like, you remember when you said that Shuri was going to be black Panther and then she wasn't. <laughs> it's like, I'm like me, me busting out it. my Surrey and Ironheart collection. The funniest thing to me, the funniest thing to me, because this and this kind of is related, but I mean, Wakanda Forever is technically related to Black Panther, so you guys are just gonna have to deal. So I'm like, I'm like, the thing that gets me is the way that these characters are not trying to be like the legacy characters they're trying to represent. Shuri is not trying to be T'Challa. Ironheart is not trying to be Tony. Like, no. And the thing is that the way that these people are so offended by just them existing and not understanding what they're about, like, mm-hmm. is so crazy to me because I, even during Black Panther, you guys weren't, you guys weren't writing for this movie. You weren't. Like, I go online and I would, I would see these opinions on the movie and... I forgot that you were talking about the general you and I was like, excuse me? <laughs> oh, oh, sorry, oh. <laughs> like, like, it's, it's interesting because it's like, it's a step down, but when this movie was happening... It, it 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 didn't seem like it was a step down. It seemed like you called it like overrated. So I, I it, it's like it's confusing because it's like, well, which one is it? Like I don't get it. Right. You no, know, and right. whatever they need to make yeah, like it, like if you're saying you miss Chadwick, you could just say that. You like say that. No one's gonna be like, oh, you shouldn't say that. No, like if you say like, yeah, everyone misses Chadwick. That's a perfectly th- good thing to say. But to in point t- take that, I miss Chadwick, so we can never have Shuri or Akoye or Akia ever be Black Panther. No, it no, 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 no. People like purposefully miss out on good storytelling just because mm-hmm. they want X character back. No one's saying that because the multiverse T'Challa may or may not come back. No one knows he might. Right. Sure, he yeah, might be the Black Panther. Whatever the situation, though, you can't just sit here and be like, "Oh, well, I think he should come back because we didn't see this, this, this." And like, don't don't sit here and act like we... you read about the character mm-hmm. until like mm-hmm. after he unfortunately passed, and then mm-hmm. it was confirmed that a woman's going to take up the mantle. Like again, like yeah. you said, you don't really care about seeing Shuri as the next Black Panther. If she is, that's like that's fine. You don't have to, but just don't 
come out and like start making all these accusations, all these claims about exactly. the characters and how much loss we're going to have when you don't really know, you know? Yeah. And then Except like the we talked about this in our Werewolf by Night video. I think it was Werewolf by Night. It was one of our other videos about how, unfortunately, a lot of people are not even basing off of whether a movie is good based off of the storytelling or yeah. based off of whatever. It's based off of I concocted this extremely detailed fan fiction in my mind yep. of how this movie or TV mm -hmm. show is supposed to go down. And if it doesn't match up, then that means that they lied to us and this is bad writing and this is woke propaganda. Oh my and it's god, like, I can't bro, wait for that word I'm to like, be thrown bro, around I'm everywhere I'm sorry this that your four hour and 36 minute um, like, <laughs> like your four hour 36 minute theory video was 100% completely the opposite of whatever the studio decided to go with. But that's not our fault. Don't make us suffer for that. Exactly. And also, if you're gonna... I love whenever people get on there and like, my theory wasn't correct. Your theory was never going to be correct. Do you really think the million dollar company is gonna do what you thought? No. The reason why I can't take this serious is because, I feel like I've said this so many times before, because it's true. I was like a, a super nerd. I'm still a super nerd, but back in the day, I was like on Quotev, I was on Tumblr, I was on Roleplay Gateway, like I was doing <laughs> the roleplays, I was reading fanfics, I was writing fanfics, and every time this would happen in every fandom, where somebody would be writing like their fanfic and they would get ahead of whatever the canon was so, like they'd be writing mcu fan fiction and they'd be like three stories ahead of where the movies were or they'd be writing star wars doctor who fanfic and without fail anytime a movie or episode came out that like somehow like <laughs> contradicted their fan fiction they would like go on these like multi-paragraph rants because they were so angry that like it didn't match up and they were taught how the authors didn't know what they're doing and so whenever i see these grown people doing this i can't take it seriously because it just reminds me of some 14 year old like angry ranting on twitter because they wrote in their fanfic that deadpool was going to be in avengers 2 and now he wasn't in the mcu so now <laughs> i'm like this yeah. is a bad movie because that's just what they sound like to me it's the spectacle like this the spectacles that another you know another creator kind of like emphasized in like the current i'll say like in the current nerd culture when i say current i mean like you know in the past yeah. day. but it's just like people want these spectacles like you said when the spectacles don't come true when and Superman doesn't bust on the scene with Batman behind them and Wonder Woman just flying in right behind them and they all bring in the rest of the Justice League. Like, when that doesn't happen, they're just like, oh my gosh, like, oh my this gosh. movie is trash. They didn't do, like, this mm -hmm. thing. And this yeah. is like, I hate no one no one so claimed much. that that thing was going to happen. <laughs> you can want, you can sit there and want it to happen all two hours of a movie, but when it doesn't happen, that doesn't equal bad movie. That just yeah. means your expectations weren't met, which is and fine. That happens all the time. Some of, listen, but just some, recognize that. Need, some of y'all need to hear this and you need to hear this really well some of y'all expectations are way too high you're not going yes, to get this that's because that's and also this also this vision. some of you i'm gonna tell you this too because you need to hear this too some of you are not better writers than the ones they hire for none of you are better writers <laughs> none of you are none I, i'm of just you no are. i'm gonna I'm be the one to say so it because real. i'm so you guys will none sit of you here, are better you will come here and I, and this this is relation to black panther too because i hear the, your guys's ideas because you you're you're bold enough to come to, to my comment section and write them so i want you all to know if you were in place to write the project you hate you would not do better you wouldn't you There's would no not way you also, be because i also want to add before anyone says anything this isn't even us being mcu meat writers even though we are this isn't <laughs> even us being mcu meat writers this is just us saying that your ideas are not as good as you think they are they're not right. this like straight up, there are so many mcu movies i don't like there are so many like uh mcu decisions that have been made that I'm not a fan of, but I am not delusional delusional enough to sit here and be like, you know what? I, a person with like no formal education and any kind of screenwriting or whatever, know that I could write a better movie because I read the Wikipedia plot of a comic right, book that right. came out three years ago. Because <laughs> listen, their idea of fixing of fixing a I movie or a show it. is just slapping in a random character that does not <laughs> fucking belong there. Listen, if you if you're because we're gonna this is real this was important about when Doctor Strange came out the Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. If your fix to that movie was to slap Deadpool in it, don't ever <laughs> fucking talk to me and say I could be a better scriptwriter. No, you could. It's happening with Black Panther too because like like to keep it topical. Um, uh, it like like the first one I thought we were escaping all that you know because maybe cameos weren't really a thing yet. I feel like that came mm -hmm. out. Mm -hmm. 
But I feel like Black Panther did a good job of combining their story with spectacle and like action scenes. And I feel like it's a good balance. And that's why the movie works. Yes. So well. right. But the thing is that we're seeing it now happen where that expectation was never on the first movie. And now it's mm-hmm. on and now it's on forever on. with Doctor Doom. And it's like, what uh, does, yep. what does Doctor yeah. Doom have to do with Wakanda? Yep. As much as like, it would be because, No, because awesome. they, these, are, these are such There's base. no way. You're right, Andre. He's awesome. And you're right. But it's like, the thing is that pisses me off is that these are such base level understandings of the characters. They're like, Doctor Doom, he rules Latveria. He rules a country. T'Challa and Shuri and all that <laughs> also rule a country. So they're going to be in the movie together. There is a difference. <laughs> I was just going to say, there is a difference between saying, damn, I really hope this character is in this, or I really hope they go with this plot line, or I really hope they use this comic book storyline because I feel like it would fit. And even saying, damn, I'm actually really kind of uh, disappointed that they didn't go with this decision because I thought it would have benefited the movie. That's fine. Like, we're yeah. all going to have those moments, especially if right. you, like, read the comics, or even if you have, if you just, like, watching movies and you're, you're going to have, like, a thought of, like, hmm, I would have done something different. But for yeah. you to, like, sit up here and try to like trash an entire movie because your favorite character didn't show up or try to claim that the entire movie is bad because they didn't like go with this certain plot line or whatever like letter and then you're trying to talk down to people who enjoy it or who didn't necessarily exactly. care to see that character because it's like it was like the WandaVision thing of when we were saying like people expected too much because the myth- everyone memes the heck out of the Mephisto series but <laughs> <laughs> my thing was this was like Marvel's first TV show on Disney Plus. I'm like, you think in their debut TV show, they are going to bring out like one of the, the like the devil essentially. You think they are going to put Satan, Marvel Satan himself, in their first TV show based off of a sitcom? And it's like the same thing with like these movies where it's like people are thinking about these like big, grandiose things. And it's like, I get that, yeah, it would be cool to see that character, but like Habits was saying, what does that have to do with the story it's- they are trying to? or if they don't show up realistically how does that detract from the story they're trying to tell like here's an example of a cameo being used in a way that is actually smart i feel like civil war is a good example because like let's be honest team iron man needed all the help they could (laughs) iron man and black panther are there so that iron man has people that support him let's just be real because that is why they're there and like honestly it works because like it's like at the peak of the movie you see spider-man and then like before that you see black panther already but like spider-man was the real like like cherry on top right and Mm -hmm. like that's why i feel like see that's something that was like like you may be thinking like what does spider-man have to do with civil war it's like well he's in the comic at least and also it's like kind of again to help like even because everyone is pretty much with a brain is going to agree with cap I feel like yeah. yeah you know like even two people from tony's team switch they teams people ignored sides. that pool of tony's team members switch sides before the movie even ended oh sorry you, go yeah, ahead justin it's you just have to like just talking to people in general you have to think of who's going to be in this movie and 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 the sense of the character's story so if it's a wakandan character by all means maybe they could show up but if you're again thinking doom can show up okay yeah the mcu is connected like show me like a point and like the comics in credit scene cameo (laughs) even even then it's like show me in a sense where like it will yeah yeah it'll be like an in credit scene but like within the movie show me somewhere where it'll like make sense for dr doom to step up on the stage and be like oh you hurt my people in that area so therefore i'm coming for you like why they they literally just like expose themselves i've been thinking about this like the whole doctor like the whole dr doom theory i i listen i love one thing you will never learn about me i fucking love dr doom i fucking love fantastic four i love them to to my heart to my till death do us part like duh like if i i have like so much mr fantastic is literally in the podcast right now (laughs) okay but like he's right there he's right there but like i understand like i know like in like a short term likes to fuck around with other people and someone like said oh well what if he was just like twisting namor's like head to be like oh yeah they 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 over there doing something to your world i'm just like i don't like that of doom so like what really does doom like what self-interest does he have in this movie that's what i'm like, saying because like the but thing with know. doom is yeah he rules a country but like he won't necessarily no no i'm gonna say it he and doesn't it, give a shit about you unless you mess with that country i'm pretty yeah. sure right? I'm saying, i feel like could... that would work if doom was introduced exactly. beforehand exactly. because yeah comic book character comic book fans know who doom is but i'm right. like 
if they have doom come in at the end and it's like oh all this time he was manipulating this person people are just yeah. be like who is that like what right. is that? <laughs> what is I, that? I also think that like doom is doom is shown too that he's like a pretty good ruler like he's not like a dictator. exactly he's not he's yeah. not a dictator like he cares for his people like he yeah he really cares for his people and like will put his people first as by all means yeah, and I yeah, guess, like, like it's like you're saying, they're, everyone's saying Doom, but it's like you're not even going to, like, hyper-theorize over Storm. I'll say, like, if it, if yeah, it's right there. Storm, yeah. Storm. It's probably going to be Storm. Like, if it's Doom, it's not. I mean, they hinted at mutants being in the MCU. You have, you know, whatever. But they don't care about Storm. And yeah. I'm talking about a specific day. They don't care about Storm. <laughs> they only wanted Storm when they thought Storm was going to date T'Challa, even though they were, like, one of the worst comic need... book couples to ever exist. They were a horrible couple because T'Challa, I'm sorry, he was a bad husband. He was wrong in almost every argument they had. Team Storm all the way but now that unfortunately T'Challa is not going to be in the movie then like all the the that certain crowd that wanted Storm in as an accessory to T'Challa essentially have kind of lost interest in Storm being in the movie which is unfortunate I didn't want Storm to be introduced in that because I don't want Storm to be seen as an accessory to Black Panther like I feel like in the in the movie storm has been sidelined way too much yeah, and i don't want much. her to be sidelined in a sense that she was just going to be looked at as a t'challa's wife you know because that's how well, so many people look at her when she is more iconic than t'challa himself like she that, anyways on, don't even like on that point too like that's kind of what i'm scared for for the mcu as well because i don't want every like african or african-american or or uh, African descendant character to be tied to Wakanda as well. Yeah, exactly. Because while that is cool, that's not like you know. That's not, not what that's not. not, not no, I know what you're saying. It was like in the Star Wars sequels when everybody wanted Finn to be related to Lando or Mace Windu, yes. and I was yeah. like, so yeah. the three black people in Star Wars all gotta <laughs> be related. They all gotta be related. So, like, that's right. how I feel no. whenever they like bring up a black character. They're like, oh, they could be related to this person in Wakanda. It's like, no. Because no. that's really like starting to put the black characters in a box now. Where it's just yeah. like, you know what I mean? Like, what if we just like made every, which would be ridiculous because they're all white, but like every white character is like from Asgard somehow or like related right. to Thor. Like, people would be like, what is happening? Like, Literally. Well, I did want to bring this like, up. Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. So, we've been talking a lot about like the main characters of Black Panther. I really want to talk about M'Baku because I love M'Baku. And. Um, because I think it was so genius how they set it up where they, like, in the narration, they're like, oh, like, once upon a time, like, Wakanda was all united and all the tribes were besties, but the darn, like, the, the darn Jabari tribe, you know, like, they really set them up to be the villains of the story. Like, they come up and... Because if you really think about it, M'Baku does not do anything villainous that entire movie, but the story frames him in a way where you're tempted to see him as the villain. Because again, it showed the tribe, the Jabari tribe, not wanting anything to do with the rest of them, which you're like, "Mm, as far as we know, they're the good guys. So the Jabari tribe must be inherently bad for being Mm -hmm. separated. He challenges T'Challa to a fight. Again, not villainous because that's what challenge day is for, is them like trying to fight. Like the only bad thing he does is he did say a lot of out of pocket stuff when he first showed up to that fight. He could not even keep no, his own. I was, I was say that. He literally like it was like his his dad like was the was the result of a bomb going off. He's like, and you couldn't save him. It's like, yeah, like a whole building fell and like, it's like damn, my you really I think, that. But I I think with Umbaku, the thing that they were trying to highlight with that was kind of how like people view like how maybe Wakandans view people who don't necessarily like embrace tradition because yeah and And also like Shuri too because like as soon as Shuri was like like kind of talking with Umbaku too like she was saying that like he doesn't embrace tradition which kind of like hints that he does care about tradition but while he's also swaying from it through action like that's what I was saying was like like there's and then like he he like literally he could have just ate that herb up and he would have had superpowers but he literally was like no like we found him in the river he's down here like give him the flower like you know and it's like you're like dang like this guy's really chill because it's um wait is the the flower like a natural super soldier serum yeah yeah pretty much like 
Is that that that's like a legit way of saying it? That, yeah, that, that, that's yeah, that's yeah, like yeah basically. Cookie cut version of saying it, yeah. Yeah, basically, like um, Captain America has the synthetic version, <laughs> the polyester Black blend, Panther if you is will. A vegan super soldier, <laughs> literally a, a vegan. Is Black Panther a vegan? I don't know. No. Probably not. They're probably no. eating meat. They're probably no, because, eating meat. Mm. Like, no, because like um, I'm uh, a kind of potluck right now. <laughs> damn but anyways and then my favorite thing is so this is such a cliche and like this is just proves how good the writing is because i've always said it's cool if you can surprise your audience with plot twists well done plot twist not plot twists obviously weren't planned from the beginning at now you see me but um <laughs> well done plot twists that were done all the way through but it is more important for it to be a good movie and the reason why i say that is because yes it's a big cliche for you to ask that one character hey will you help us and they say no and then they show up in the end like we all knew that yeah Mbaku was gonna actually show up in the end and help however well, oh, who did not get hyped when they were fighting and the tide was turning and they were losing, and you heard the Jabari tribe chanting right. in the background. It yes, was like that. That's my thing. That shows how good the writing of the show is. Because, like, yeah, we all knew he was coming back, but the fact that, like, I, I know my theater still was getting excited and pumped and like screaming as he showed up, and the mm-hmm. fact that Mbaku, a side character, is like a fan favorite character from Black Panther, and this is someone who like was kind of being set up for you to think that he's supposed to be a villain because I think he also like says something along the lines of T'Challa is basically like you kind of suck like like we the reason like we don't really like mess with the rest of Wakanda forever because we don't really like how you operate and we don't like how you treat us and like you've turned your back on us for like years and now you want to come over here be like oh we need help because like I lost the fight fair and square according to the laws of how we operate. Like, no, like, screw you. But I don't know. Like, I think Mbaku is such an interesting character, and I hope that he continues to be somewhat important because, as the great oracles once said, Mbaku can blow my back out. <laughs> oh my God. That's so true. That is so real. And you're so real. I really, for that, Zora. I really hope that, like, moving forward as well. Cause um, I'm I'm not like saying I'm upset. This is all we saw, but in the first movie, we only really saw the expansion of Wakanda or in, in the tribes mm-hmm. through Mbaku and his tribe. So mm-hmm. I wonder, moving forward, like in the next movie or whenever, however many properties we see of the uh, Wakanda, if we're going to see like an expansion of Wakanda and the different tribes as well, and see how they interact. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, like I said, we only really saw Mbaku and how his tribe was and how they're a little more traditionalist and they lived in like the Stony Mountain type area. But like, what about the rest of them? Because like, it's more than just the main city of Wakanda. That's kind of what right. I'm curious about moving forward. I also thought it was interesting because people complain, of course, but it was interesting how they like didn't call him man ape. Like they still had the thing. I kind of thought that was a smart decision because there are some people like, oh, these SJWs. But I'm like, I mean, like, do we really want to like have like the first like black and African movie in the MCU have these people like essentially the black monkey people painted in like a villainous light like regardless of how it was intended or whether who would take offense to it it's like even if black people didn't have an issue with it I just feel like that would have been so much ammo for like racists who wanted to talk trash about the movie you know what I mean like I'm like I don't know I feel like that was just a smart decision and like it didn't take anything away from the character and like you still had the um like their 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 masks are still like ape like and then like the way that he fights versus the way that like T'Challa fights is very much how you think like a ape versus a, a panther fight would go. But like like dropping I think dropping the like man ape moniker was smart. <laughs> I liked in the movie when Shuri and Killmonger are fighting and mm-hmm. she like is is like slowly starting to like you know like make progress and then it just doesn't happen and mm-hmm. like she, she like thinks she's going to die and like her last words are like you'll never be a true king so there's that like yeah like yeah like well not just that but like in the beginning you think she doesn't care about tradition but i feel like those that that line kind of shows you that like sure he kind of does care about tradition yeah. mm-hmm. like, it's like she, she just like keeps it like she look she like kind of sort of cares about it but like at the same time she wants to like get other people to like kind yes. of like not break away from tradition but like at the same time just like not be i see you're, you're spot on because there's this shuri comic uh 2018 where this same thing happened like like that's happening i guess probably in the mcu i don't know what's going on but 
Chad, uh, T'Challa is missing and Shuri tells like a council basically like you know we shouldn't be in this position again like the symbol of protection should be Wakanda like we really shouldn't have to rely on just like one person like we can be the symbol for ourselves like we can protect Wakanda and they turn around and tell Shuri like no this was a mistake we shouldn't have offered anything to you like and she like and she like storms off and cries and is like I'm gonna go find my brother like fuck you guys and I, I don't know I think that like if like the thing that sucks is that there's an unused concept for Black Panther where Shuri was supposed to suit up with uh T'Challa and it obviously oh. didn't get used so I feel like they were starting to put the seeds in to eventually build to that, but now they have to do it in the next movie. You know what I right. mean? Yeah. Like, so it's well, like, I, I feel like we're going to see something that like, like it's this thing in, in movie making where you have to make your decisions and then you have to make it look like it was intentional the whole time. So like, yeah. like, like I'm interested in seeing like, what are going to be the things that they link to the mm-hmm. first Black Panther in terms of Shuri? Cause now you have to narratively kind of not shift, but like you have to include Shuri now because she's the protagonist, basically, it seems like. Yeah. Well, in the I will say in the comics, and I could be because it's been a while, but I swear T'Challa starts spending so much time with the Avengers in America. That's one of the reasons why Shuri becomes the Black Panther in Wakanda, because she's like, you can't like be the symbol of protection for Wakanda and you basically don't even live here anymore. It's basically <laughs> like, like it's, like, it's basically like the they, Aquaman thing. Like there were like multiple like like Aqualad was part of the Aquaman because yeah. Aquaman was with the uh justice league for like for a whole like minute so it's like okay we need to protect her ourselves so that makes perfect right. sense like i said we've been pretty heavy on like shuri because like honestly she is the most likely candidate but like yeah. they did the writing so well in black panther yeah. honestly any of them queen ramonda nakia like it, okoye like any exactly. of those characters <laughs> could feasibly become the next black panther and there would be a strong narrative reason behind it and it right. would still work so like i said we've been on shuri because honestly it's the most likely it's option the most it's likely. the option that makes the most sense but even if it's not her the other like main female characters in the movie it could be any one of them and it would Mm -hmm. still work narratively and it would still be really interesting to watch right time has come what are your guys's like if you had to give it on a scale of one to ten um i'm not gonna lie this movie for me like it has such a like it's such a like synergy of like I, I remember having an amazing theater experience and like, mm-hmm. like I was hating on Krista today in the group chat jokingly, but like all the stars. <laughs> you were doing what? And like, he, was, he, was he was hating on SZA. I was not hating. You were trying yes, to compare, were. first of all, you were yes, trying to compare SZA to Rihanna. SZA's you compared SZA to Rihanna. $6 million. Rihanna's net worth is $1.4 billion. Hey, hey, hey. Guess what you're doing at $1.4 million? Not making music. Not making music. Let's reel it in. Not making music because you don't have to. You're already This girl been out for how many years? Who's in Wakanda forever? Who's in Wakanda forever? Both of them. King Panthers. Okay, but who's Wakanda forever. SZA is in the Black Panther. People is I'm not sorry. working with Johnny Depp. Zora <laughs> <laughs> gagged you there. Zora gagged you there. I don't care. 1.4 billion. Work. Cut that part Stay out. Of the- Take also, that you've out. You've been proven wrong. Also, Beyonce's net worth is at 600 million. Still not even half of what we No one's talking We're about We're not doing Beyonce. that. We're Rihanna not going to drag the queen B into this. Colorist. We're not doing Rihanna this. Rihanna had a baby with a colorist. And her music still Wait, wait, wait. Zora, hear me out. So I said this yesterday. I was like, Rihanna, as popular as she was, when it was the early 2000s, she very much could have been replaced by Ashanti or Amri or or any of the other girls that were singing like in the time. I'm just saying. Okay. Anyway, why do you hate women? To, we, I literally—they're all women. Okay, no, but like I was saying, I just have such a nostalgic memory of watching Black Panther in theaters, um, yeah. and a- along with that, like I have that memory and like the theater experience being good. It's just a good yes. movie. So like, I genuinely mm-hmm. give it a ten out of ten. Like just being real, like I'm gonna give it. A, like I genuinely love watching it. I love rewatching it. Like it's one of the few MCU movies that actually made me like want to sit down and read the characters comics like you know what i mean mm-hmm. so I don't yeah know. that's what i'd give it. i would say to this day still the best theater experience i've ever had because i best. saw it on premiere night with a room full of black people and african people because like our black student union and our african student union went and watched it together we pretty much filled out the whole movie theater there were like three or four people in that theater that like weren't with our group <laughs> and <laughs> and so i would say like the theater experience of people like reacting to it the cultural impacts it had of course like you know, like like 
being able to like see yourself represented on screen like the fact that like pretty much all the music is original music like for that movie like mm. every 10 out of 10 for sure like I'm sure if I think about it I'll remember some minor issue I have with the movie but it would not be enough would not, uh, it's never to, gonna be enough to take it off a 10 out of 10 <laughs> because I'm we're gonna sound like a broken record here theater experience man I saw this with like my my, my whole family my, mo- my mother doesn't like my mother does not watch Marvel movies damn she walked into that movie and loved T'Challa and loved the movie my, my grandma little cousin watches that movie like every day <laughs> same my grandma is watching that movie in her in her little tiny house in Florida my cousin my- who is like one we like we just listen we told him about the movie we didn't just like take him there because we were like you can't you probably can't watch this but like <laughs> we were like we told him about it till this day that it's his favorite movie that is his favorite that is his favorite character I love that he has something to grow up with mm-hmm. I also that movie is what made me want to like become an actor and like want to like go into film 10 out of 10 I don't care if y'all think I'm dumb, or, like if I don't care if people think like I'm dumb for like putting like any of you film people say oh why would you put this as your, your like your top three fuck you um <laughs> I can do what I want <laughs> this is top three right here End of story. Godfather is mid. Yes. Real, real. Me personally, I'm I did not it, care uh, for the Godfather. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead, Justin. No, me personally, I have to give it, you know, a four out of ten was kind of mid. No, I'm kidding. It was um a good movie. Like it it was one of the ones that I have rewatched the most. Um, so I'm gonna go ahead and say I'm gonna give it like a ten out of ten. But on Zora's point, there's only two out of the whole MCU, there's only two movies that have the soundtrack that it has, and then Marvel movies as a whole, there's three of those movies. Mm-hmm. So I attribute a lot of my memories to like the soundtrack as well. Cause like I'm I'm not gonna lie like i like i have so many like vivid memories of like college <laughs> driving, friends like listening to all the stars listening to the song with um but i mean pretty much the whole soundtrack like the yeah whole thing. and you can't lie like when you hear those drums like you can't it's oh like you, you don't get oh high you know what i'm talking about when you hear so, the drums in, oh in, my god in game? but just here like like mainly i'm just saying kendrick and sizzix i have like those are the mm-hmm. two yeah same listen to a lot like just having the really really cool memories and besides that in the theater as well just being with my friends seeing that movie the the night then I, I saw it like two other times with like different groups of people it was just like such a good experience such a good like time in my life I feel like like one of the last times I could really like sit back and just like enjoy life without like a bunch of like responsibilities you know so like I just it's just such like Everything about that movie is just such good memories. The movie was a great movie. Um, and that's all I have to say about that. This is the only movie about... to have topped legally blonde. <laughs> <laughs> Can we also talk about like the chokehold? This is the only thing that surpassed legally. I'm mean, not legally blonde, mean girls. Mean girls, mean girls. girls. Oh yeah, mean god. Girls. Can we talk about just like how doing this yes. had people in a choke? Yes. Listen, if your movie comes out and like you have people doing something like that, that's how you know it was a good movie. That's like, how you know rest, you did good. Like, rest in peace to Chadwick Boseman. But I felt so bad for him. Like, those pictures where he's, like, holding up the salute and he looks so tired. And yeah. Michael B. Jordan literally went to the microphone and he said, stop doing that. He's not. He said, Chadwick is too nice to tell you. He is tired of it. Leave him alone. <laughs> I said, like, all the memes that, like, spun out of that as well. Like, that, like, it had so much, like, impact on, like, the social... Yes. It right. kind of way it, white you know, people in the grocery store would just walk up to me and just oh like what kind of people and I was used like, to do that to me and I would just look at them like oh, oh that's what? I don't want to talk to you no more. I'm gonna let that slide. I'm gonna let that slide. <laughs> I'm gonna let that slide. <laughs> now if that happens again and and you listen, if you are non-black and you're watching this and you start doing that, I want you to after you do like the little salute, salute to some random black person, I want you to get in your car, look at yourself in the mirror, ask yourself why the fuck did you do that. <laughs> Why would you do that? It's solidarity, Andre. Be grateful. <laughs> I don't want. I don't want solidarity. I'd rather. No, I'm not gonna say that. I'm not gonna say what I was gonna say. Not Andre about to enter their Killmonger era. <laughs> no. Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning into our Black Panther episode of Geeks and Peaks. Make sure to keep your ear out for all of our other upcoming episodes, including when we do our Wakanda Forever special. Thanks again for listening, and make sure to tune in next time. Bye. They do not call him general. People <laughs> call him cool, cool, Khan. Feather serpent cord. Nah, that was a little too bad at the end, but thanks for watching. <laughs>